All right, everybody, it is Brad. And Shane. And we're back for another IP2. That's right. Episode. What is it? Episode 8? Episode 8. It's like it's becoming like Star Wars now. Like, what's going to happen in this one? Where, yeah. where's, where's Luke going to go from here? Hey, maybe that's what we do. Maybe we take a, a, put some Star Wars music in the front. Or just like dramatic, like, in a world where Brad and Shane are talking about things. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, fancy. Well, what are we talking about today, Shane? We're talking about habits. Habits. And the importance of them. And the, how we can make new ones and stop old ones. The importance of habits. Yeah, I'm, I'll never do those accents again. <laughs> I get made fun of all the time uh, by people I teach. Uh, okay, you know. okay. Well, what is a habit, Shane? Let's define it first. So habits are um, are actions, are uh, patterns that influence behavior that we don't necessarily think about. Gotcha. Right. So, and uh, you know, it said like. Um, you know, upwards of like 97, I think 95, 97% of the actions we do on a daily basis are not done voluntarily. It, they're done out of habit. You know, we, we form them at some time and then we just continue them on and on. So it's actually very small, the percentage of things that we actually voluntarily um, you know, choose to do. Yeah, it's really interesting uh, because before we started the podcast, uh, that's what I was doing. I was going through and writing down what my habits are. And it's like, it, it, I, can, I can name a handful of them, but then when I actually start like reflecting on what my habits are, I'm like, man, wow, that, that's a habit. Like I do that routinely all the time without thinking about it. It's pretty amazing. Well, it, it's even more than that. Like, it's smaller than that. Like your habits are like how you speak and when you move your hands. Like, are you thinking about what you're doing with your hands right now? No. Are you thinking about what yeah. you're doing with your leg? Well, are you that's thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, I'm, my, my, my legs bouncing up and down real fast. I'm yeah. going like a bunny rabbit. You know, I'm it's like crazy doing this little twitchy thing with my fingers. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's pretty common. I think we all do things like that. But I mean, those are habits. Um, okay. You know, like so. What are some other habits that? Um, that you found that like you do on a daily basis? Well, I didn't get very far down the list. Um, I think I'm actually going to go back and, and do this exercise after the podcast um, and uh, go through and just write down what all my habits are mm-hmm. um, just as a reflection point to kind of just understand who I am as a person. Um, yeah. But, um, you know, I was going through it. Um, like I've gotten into this, this habit, this routine of waking up at 4.30 a.m. every single morning. Um, also, uh, running on the elliptical every morning. I do it for a set period of time, which is basically 60 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, jumping in the sauna uh, for 10 minutes after that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of going through kind of like when my day starts, kind of thinking routine. of it that way. Yeah. Like, what are the routines? And kind of breaking it down that way. Um, and then that's what I'm saying. Like like you mentioned, like there are little these little small things that you don't even know that you're doing that I kind of started getting to. But... You know, um, I, we've talked about like enzymes and probiotics in previous episodes. Um, you know, I, I I take those at a certain time every single morning, whenever I you know come in from working out. Um, I also drink apple cider vinegar. Um, I've been drinking that pretty religiously um, for the last probably I don't know four months, six okay. months. Um, so. Um, I also have a set time that I try to you know be in bed um, because I wake up so early. Um, also, I mean, just, just then, then I started thinking about the things that I do kind of unknowingly, right? Like, 
like washing my hands uh, every time I go to the restroom and using soap and every time I do something, you know, you know, um, you know, uh, they're always washing my hands. It's almost like a um, like an antibacterial, like I don't want to get sick, our work environment and everything. We work in a very open uh, floor plan, so I'm like constantly washing my hand mm-hmm. with soap and making sure that I don't have any like bacteria or uh, you know viruses or anything like that. So I think a lot of that just kind of happens subconsciously. Yep. So that's about the, 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 the extent of it, and that, that's how far I made it before we started the podcast. Um, but... Um, but what are some of your habits? There's uh, well, there's all kinds of like things I do on a on a regular basis. Like um, like as far as my routine is concerned, I mean like there's habits of like um, you know how I cook my my breakfast. Like every day, um, pretty much without fail, I have like the exact same thing, and I make it the exact same way, no matter what. I mean, it tastes awesome every time. But there's like you know aspects of of the routine there that you get into, but. Um, what I found is is most important is I start kind of becoming more aware of the habits that I have. Um, is that uh, my mental habits are um, are the most crucial to me, right? Because it's mm-hmm. it's from your thought that all action and behavior spans, right? Right. So um, I I try to you know, really be aware of you know what are my mental habits, um, so, and just like the way we we cook our breakfast in the morning or like the nighttime routine that we have. When you wake up first thing in the morning or at different periods through the day, uh, we tend to fall into these mental patterns on a regular basis. So like, I mean, one thing you can ask yourself is like, what's the first thing I think about when I wake up? That's you know, a good one, yeah. You know, what's, like, when I'm in the car, what's my mental state? What am I thinking about at that time? When I come home uh, from work, what am I thinking about? Like. It's very, very important to, to focus on um, developing mental habits because it influences everything that we do. Yeah, that, that's really interesting that you say that because, you know, um, uh, that in the morning um, I wake up at, at 4.30 a.m. There's a, there's a purpose behind that, and that, that's because um, I, I'm up with a very small amount of people. Um, mm-hmm. There's no one on the road. There's barely anyone in the gym. Anyway, it's still dark. It gives me time to think, like you're talking about. Like, yep. like what are those mental habits or mental routines? Um, and uh, and that that's typically where uh, I'm running on the treadmill or I'll, I'm on the elliptical. I'm listening to audiobooks. Um, I find myself taking the most notes while mm-hmm. I'm doing that. Um, I find myself uh, creating the task list for myself throughout that day. Um, that's typically when I have time to myself. So it's really yeah. interesting that you bring that up because as I was going through my list, I wasn't really thinking of those things. I was kind of thinking of like more high level things. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, now that you bring that up, you know, I can start breaking things down into very small chunks and start realizing what those mental habits are. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm definitely going to go through this exercise as you and I have been talking about habits and routines. I know um, you've mentioned um, you just finished um, Napoleon Hill's uh, Think and Grow Rich. Yep. I actually just finished it this morning on the elliptical. That's part of why we chose this topic um, because it's, it's towards the, the tail end of the book as you start wrapping the book up. Um but yeah, what else could we add to to habits? There's there's lots of things that we could add, but um, I think it's 
it's important to understand like, you know, what is it that you want? Or this is like what I ask myself. What is it I want out of life, right? I want to be happy, right? I want to be fulfilled in all ways. I want to be fulfilled spiritually, emotionally, uh, in my relationships, um, in my relationship with God, in my relationship with money, um, in my relationship with my job and the things that I do. So like, that's, that's my goal, right? Like that's, that's, well, I guess it's one of my goals, I should say. Um, but like, so I ask myself, what are some things that I can do to move towards that every day and build habits that, um, are going to always be reinforced, uh, you know, no matter what. Um, so one of the things I try to do is like, you know, if I want to be happy, I think about the things that make me happy. And and like, if I'm, um, if I really think about it, you know, when you're grateful, you are so happy, right? So like one of the things I tried to do like is, um, you know, it, it takes around 30 days or so to build, to build a habit, right? So what I, what I've tried to do is like, if I want to build a new habit rather than focus on like. 18 things at the same time. I just focus on one for 30 days and really zero in and focus. So one of the things I try to do is I'll wake up in the morning and the first thing I tell myself to think about is being grateful. Being grateful for the fact that I'm awake right now. And, and, and things that like you take for granted, like notice the fact that I'm walking right now. Sometimes I'll think of a time when I've been so sick or in pain that I couldn't even walk or get out of bed. And I... I try to remember that just so I can remember, or just so I can focus on, man, look how good I feel right now. You know what I'm saying? So um, I try to be grateful for my, uh, my health. I try to be grateful for my family. The fundamentals, right? Look at the fact that I have a place to sleep. I have something I can eat in just a little bit here. And then I go back to old memories in my life that I'm especially, um, that were just especially good moments. And I relive them for like a minute a piece. I just pick three. Randomly, I just remember three things in my life. Imagine I'm actually like living those and to cultivate those feelings of just gratitude. And it's just amazing how even developing that habit has transformed the entire rest of the day. Because when you think about particular things or you focus on things mentally, your brain tends to look for more of the same in your mm-hmm. life. So you start like noticing like in your day to day like things that you can be grateful for or things that you would be excited to uh, look back on in the future and feel grateful for them. And it's it's funny. It's like then the present moment just becomes a lot more exciting and meaningful. Yeah, I think uh, the, the, you know, the, the, the three things is kind of. Uh, you know, uh, one of the suggestions that, that Tony Robbins has in his primer exercise, right? Um, so, you know, in going back to Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich, um, that's one of the things that he talks about is that what what are your standards? Um, who are you? What what are your characteristics? What's your character? Yep. Um, and in order to understand what your character is and who you are, you need to understand what your habits are. Just what and, you do, yeah. Exactly. Um, because um, if you go through all of your habits and you realize that you've got some bad habits, now you know how to recorrect those to, to build the character that you're going towards, right? For your goals as to you know what, what kind of goals you're trying to reach. Um, cause there are good habits and there are bad habits. Exactly. Um, but those, those habits that he talks about in the book is, is basically, 
Um, you know, those of us that, that lack in habits or misunderstand our habits or don't really know what our habits are, once you begin to self-reflect on those habits, you begin to understand who you are as an individual. You know what your standards are. You know who you are as a character, and it begins to make it much easier to recorrect and not only that, but also uh, explain to the world and explain to everyone, you know, who you are mm-hmm. as an as a individual. Um, so I think habits are, are very important. I, I know as I, go, you know, have gone through this book and I've been talking to you about this over the last couple of weeks, um, it, it's been a really interesting exercise that I've been going through because, you know, um, there were things that I did when I was um, much younger. Um, and I think these were things that I used to do. Like, who do I want to be in the future? Who do I want to be when I'm 40? Or who do I want to be when I'm 50? Or where do I want to be when I'm at this age? Or whatever it may be. Um, And then, you know, you get a job, you grow older, you have kids, you have a family, and then you get a little little comfortable in life. And then you forget about those things. And we've talked about that in other podcasts is, um, then you start realizing some of those things start coming to fruition. And you're like, yep. wait, wait a minute, like this is something I thought about when I was 25 years old. And yeah. When those things start happening, you know, especially kind of where I am um, in life, you know, I'm starting to look around going, wait a minute, this is something that I wanted when I was 20, 25 years old. I put this in my subconscious. I planned for this. And looking back on my past, everything that's led up to this moment is what has gotten me here. And what has gotten me here was that I planned, I put this in my subconscious mm-hmm. mind, and unknowingly, throughout habits or whatever, I, I've gotten to where I am. Mm-hmm. And so I've started kind of taking a couple steps back and going, this, this, this really works. Yep. And so it's like, okay, now it's time to get out of the comfort zone. Now it's time to go back to when I was 20, when I was in my early 30s. You know, what are those things? What are those things even when I was a teenager, going back to when I was a teenager? What were those dreams and aspirations that I had? And what are the things that I've reached? And what are the things that I didn't reach? And then understanding why. Why, why, why didn't I? Yeah. Um, another thing that he talks about in the book is, is building um, a, a, a council or an invisible council of yeah. individuals that you look up to. Um, you and I talked about this the other day because I think you finished the book a couple of days ahead of me. Yeah. Um, and those are some of the chapters that I got through this morning. Uh, but it was really interesting because, you know, when I was in my teenage years, I definitely had individuals that I looked up to. And that's what kind of pushed me into the career that I'm in today. That's what pushed me into, you know, the, the different types of education that I went into. Um, and, you know, kind of lost track of that a little bit. So it's really interesting to go back and reflect on all that and say, hey, I need to go back and, you know, figure out what these things are. Put these down on paper so I can self-reflect and build up some new habits. Yep. Find out what my bad habits are. Get rid of those bad habits and start setting uh, re- uh, um uh, you know, a, a direction for the next 20, 30, 40 years. Here's the thing that's fascinating too about habits. One of the things that I've heard all the time and um, other people say to me is, oh, it's hard to break a bad habit. It's hard, you know, like, uh, and uh, it, I, that's something like I accepted for a long time. But then like I, I so uh, when you were talking, a, a buddy of mine was brought to my head named Paul. You know, Paul smokes cigarettes forever. He smoked forever. And then it's just like one day he just decided to quit. 
And I asked them, like, oh, my gosh, that's amazing. Like, they say smoking, you know, breaking that habit is one of the hardest things. He's like, no, it's very easy. I'm like, what do you mean it's really easy? Like, a lot of people say it's hard. It's just like, you know, and he gave his reasons why it was easy, and then he just stopped. I mean, he said some parts that were tricky is, like, you know, uh, it wasn't the smoking um, necessarily stopping that and the nicotine addiction that was tough. But it was it was tough because, like, uh, he had all this free time on his hands. And, like, you know, when you kind of reach a certain point or you talk with a certain person, a lot of times it will trigger that desire to, like, hey, you got to go smoke or whatever. So he, what he was saying is, like, being aware of those moments is what I had to what I had to do. Like, noticing where those trigger points are, I had to notice where those were and just avoid those. And it was just so easy to break that bad habit. Um, and, and so I, w- I was thinking about that a lot. And, and you know, like, in my own life, there's been habits I've tried to break that everyone told me in all my research, like, that's hard to do, that's hard. And so it, it was, you know. And then sometimes, like, I'll have a bad habit and just like, no, I'm just going to stop doing that. And then I literally just stopped doing it. Like, for example, the news. The news was a habit. I would get up. I got to look at my phone when, like, um, my kids are about to go to bed, right? Like, as I'm waiting for them to fall asleep, look at social media or whatever. And then, I don't know, one day I'm just like, I'm done. That's not good for me. And, and yeah. then I just, you just stop it. So, like, that's maybe something to consider in your own life is that, um, you know, habits can... Uh, easily be broken if you think they're easily broken you know what I'm saying and just kind of understanding like what what causes these habits to um, be triggered and, and avoiding those things and I want to say one more thing about the like invisible counsel because that was something that um, that really kind of struck me about this book and for those of you who haven't read it basically what he's saying is uh, Napoleon had like there's like nine people or so that were really influential and looked up to in his life for a particular reason like um like this one person kind of embodied what he understood confidence to be this person i you know embodied what it was to be financially powerful this person represented like you know right action and thought you know and and so on and so forth so um what he would do is just kind of imagine that he would be at a round table with all these people Mm -hmm. some were living some were dead but it doesn't matter. I mean, he was just using his imagination, pretending they were all in the room, and he was leading this roundtable discussion, mm-hmm. and they're all there to help him. So he, it's uh, his brain kind of took on when he was imagining, um, you know, what would Thomas Edison say in this circumstance, and um, you know, this person and this person. So like, uh, it's 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 fascinating. You know, it's it's like, you know, sometimes the best way to become the person you want to be. Is, I'm not trying to sound trite. It's just to already be it. How would that person act and then just act? And then some people will say, well, that's that's phony. That's not who I am. Well, it's like yeah. you define who you are. Um, if you want to be that way, just be it. And then if you're being it, yeah, it's, that's it's, who you it's are. It's really interesting because the little back history on what he's talking about as far as the invisible counsel um, is, is, is basically the universal mind. He talks a lot about that. I mean, he talks about being able to tap into the universal mind, and that's basically, um, you know, being able to put things in your subconscious mind, being able to put things in your creative imagination, and then tap into other creative imagination minds in the yep. universal mind, right? And and, and this this kind of, I, I wasn't sure, it sounded like he actually knew Thomas Edison. I mean, I know Thomas Edison was he, Yeah, he did. He, he worked with him closely. He, uh, yeah. he really looked up to, but but one thing scared him in the in, when he did this one time, and he had a round table. Thomas Edison came in, said a few things. 
things. It seems this is all extremely real. Yeah. It's, it is an imagination, and uh, it, 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 he 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 could not tell. He couldn't remember if it actually happened or, or, or not, or if it was in his imagination. Uh, he went to Thomas Edison and, and told him about this, and apparently Thomas Edison did something similar. And he's like, he's like, no, we we were there together. Yeah. And it it really kind of spooked him, and he stopped doing the Invisible Council for a couple days um, because it is extremely powerful. Powerful. Yeah. And it just shows how the universal mind can work, and you can tap into that. Um, and that that's why you know um, you know going back to you know this Invisible Council and tapping into the people that you look up to or you know whoever may be your role models. Um, that that's that's one way of doing it. But but going back to habits. You know, you've got to get into that habit. You've got to get into that habit of tapping into that universal mind, getting to that habit of, you know, creating that invisible council and committing to, you know, every day, every week or whatever it is, you know, tapping into that. Because yeah. if not, you'll lose sight of it, yeah. right? And and also jumping back even a little further, we talked about bad habits. Um, you know, another word for bad habits are addictions, right? Sure. So, um, you know. You got to be careful that you know you're not you know getting into bad habits. That you're recognizing those bad habits and mm-hmm. moving from bad habits to good habits. But but yeah, anything else uh, on the habit topic, Shane? Yeah, I mean, I I would just say like you know something I try to do maybe a suggestion to to you all listening if you're trying to um, you know, develop good habits, you know. Um, one of the things I try to avoid is like rather than like I got to break this bad habit, I got to stop doing this thing. This you know, it's just like my brain starts focusing on the thing that I want to stop doing. And it's like, it, uh, even in the book of Job, right? He says like, you know, uh, what I fear most has happened to me, right? You tend to receive that in your actuality, the things that you focus your mind on, good or bad. And so that's mm-hmm. the rule, right? So uh, whenever I'm trying to build a new habit, rather than trying to stop the old thing, I just try to start the new thing. My focus is on what what is the behavior I'm trying to cultivate. Um, you know, if you look at it like you know weeds and wheat, right? Like if it you're kind of sowing um, you know a field of, mm-hmm. of wheat, right? And you have all these weeds growing up, right? Uh, sometimes it's just like you know, don't worry about the weeds, right? Um, plant more, plant more crops, and eventually those crops are going to choke out the weeds. And the reverse is true as well. Like right. if you're constantly thinking negative thoughts, well. That's what's going to win out. You tend to receive what you focus on. So focus on the good, focus on the opportunity, and realize that habits are as easy to form or as difficult to form as, as you make them. And if um, and a lot of people are saying, like, no, well, that's BS, you know, like habits are hard. You have to work at them really hard. Well, first of all, effort uh, doesn't necessarily mean struggle, right? So, um, effort is is part of it but you know like uh i i think in a lot of ways we kind of we define uh our reality from the sense that like we are the ones that get to put meaning to um the events that we experience to the things that we see to the things that we hear now the things that we hear and see and like those are real right there's an actuality there that's like universal but Right. We have the power to choose how we yeah. interpret it. Yeah, you have to define it, right? I mean, all the things that I talked about, you know, as far as my routine, like drinking apple cider vinegar. Like, it, you know, that's a popular trend right now, you know? Yeah. But I don't do it because it's a popular trend. I do it because I'm trying to reduce cholesterol and inflammation. 
Yep. So, I mean, I have a purpose. I have a defined purpose as to why I kick myself in the ass every single day to make sure that I do this and yep. I do this at a certain time. So, you know, you have to define it, whether it's a, a good habit or a bad habit. You're trying to form a new habit. You have to define it. If you're trying to break a bad habit, you have to define it as well. It's funny that you talked about your buddy that smoked. Uh, I used to smoke as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, very interesting. Um I quit smoking because every time I would drink as a a teenager, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know, 17, 18, 19, you know, you know, you know as teenagers, you know, you, know, you, you find those parties that, you know, boys will beer, be boys. <laughs> you know, yeah, kind of telling my age here, but, you know, um, when I was uh, younger, a uh, teenager, uh, you could still buy cigarettes at the age, I think it was 17 or 18. Um, and in the state of Louisiana, you can still buy beer at the age and liquor at the age of 18. Um, so anyway, uh, long story short, um, every time I would drink, um, and I would smoke, I'd throw up. I was like, what in the hell? What is going on? Like, like, what, why I throw up? And so I finally, after this happening, like, like multiple times, I'm like, this is gross. Like, this, this is why? Why am I smoking? Like, I'm throwing up because yeah. I'm drinking, and then I'm smoking this nasty s- smoke. It's in my <laughs> mouth. It's just ugh. Yeah. And I'm just like, whatever. But anyway, um, I started remembering every single time I wanted to smoke, what what that tasted like in my mouth. Yeah. And yeah. I stopped smoking like that. Yeah. I mean, it was it was literally probably like your friend was saying. Like he just, you know, he probably stopped like cold turkey. Yeah. Probably took me probably a week. But after a week of just remembering just that nasty taste in my mouth, I was just like, ugh. Because every time I picked up a cigarette and smoked it, I had that taste in my mouth. Yeah. So sometimes it's defining it, right? And and when you're trying to break bad habits, it's realizing why you're trying to break them. And sometimes you know, going out on a limb and defining something pretty gross yeah. to assign to that bad habit. So when you pick up that bad habit or you find yourself doing that bad habit, you're just like, Ugh, I don't want anything to do with it. Well, it's easy to, well, it's important to remember about human nature is we, we tend to avoid pain and seek pleasure. Yep. So if you can associate enough pain or displeasure or discomfort or whatever, sorrow with a particular thing that you do now that you want to stop, um, a lot of times that's all you need to motivate you to do the opposite. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. So, yep. Yeah, exactly. I think that's good. You have anything else to add? Or? No, I think that's it. There's a lot more that we could we could say about habits, but uh, definitely, um, like I continue to research it uh, yep. almost on a daily basis. We encourage you guys to do the same, and um, you know, as you're as you're listening, if if uh, something jumps out at you or you have a comment, we'd love to. Um, We'd love to see it, love to read it and respond to you. Um, any other ideas you have for, for future discussions, let us know. But uh, I think this is a good one today. Yep, I second that. And until next time, this is IP2, Brad and Shane signing off. Signing off. We'll, we'll see ya. See ya.